What's up, guys? This is your girl, Coco, and I have partnered with Element Lights to bring you all the equipment you need for 10% off if you use my code. A lot of you guys are into doing makeup, making YouTube videos, doing podcasts, and we use ring lights. So they have desktop ring lights, ring lights that stand up, tripods for your cameras, a tripod to hold your phone if that's what you're using to record. But whatever you use a ring light for, Element Lights has it. So go to www.elementlights.com and use KWC10 to receive 10% off of your order today. Don't miss out on it. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your girl, Coco, and welcome to another episode of Kiki and with Coco. If you are new to the show, let me tell you a little bit about it. Basically, it's about life in general with an emphasis on relationships. I have my friends, guests, or family come on the show, and we kiki about whatever the topic is. So today, I have with me another person that I met from the clubhouse. So I'm just going to plug clubhouse again. It is a very good networking community so if you can get in go ahead get in there if you need some invites i have some let me know and so casey you want to go ahead and say what's up what's going on what's going on family it's your boy casey aka mr wind down wednesday i'm um, just here for the chat it up with my home girl and uh we finna we finna get this kick in with coco on, on the road let's get it all right, let's go. So we starting off the episode with the Drink With Coco. And so the Drink With Coco this week is recommended by the guest. And so Casey recommended Jack Daniels Honey. So I'm not necessarily a Jack Daniels fan, but and as y'all have noticed, I've not been drinking the past couple episodes or whatever. <laughs> but, you know, I had to start back up today because I'm like, I need to know what this tastes like. So I got me some Jack Daniels honey. And I actually put Coke in mine. But even without the Coke, it's pretty smooth. It's, it's a good taste. So what brought you to this drink? Or how did you come about it? Man, um... I used to drink the Jim Beam honey because somebody I was talking to back in the day, they had they used to drink the Jim Beam honey. It was pretty good. So when I went to go get some, they didn't have any. But I looked at I looked out the corner of my eye, saw Jack Daniels honey, it was on sale. So I said, well, shoot, let me scoop this on up. And I tasted it. I was like, ooh, we okay, I see your Jack. I see your Jack Daniels honey. So <laughs> ever since then I've been on it. Okay, okay. Well, I think it is a good drink. I think if you kind of just chilling. You know, not doing much of anything, like, it's a good drink to kind of just sip on. Uh, but I will say, be careful. it probably sneak up on you because, like I yes. said, it's not very <laughs> strong. Like, it's not a strong like you would think it was for a whiskey, but it has a really good flavor. So, drink responsibly. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to get into this word on the street. And so, as you all know, we now have a new president, President Joe Biden, along with Vice President Kamala Harris. So, I'm really excited about that. Before we get into the rest of that, what's your thoughts on, you know, the the current presidency, the new presidency? 
Man, um, I was just shocked, and I, I was telling I was telling some of your friends this. I said, "Man, I just have a feeling that old boy gonna do something real silly during the inauguration." So, I was actually out of town for the um, when the inauguration took place, and I was just shocked that I didn't hear any news about anything crazy about anything wild. But what I have been paying attention to is that um, he's already um, making stuff happen um, that is President Biden that is. So, um, it's good that so far um, he's being I'm a man, a man of his word, so I'm, I'm looking forward to see to see what he's gonna do. So uh, so far, uh, um, he, he's on he's on a good start. So we'll see. So I know uh, there are a lot of naysayers out there as far as you know being advocates or um, fans of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris as well. But to me, I think no no politician is ever going to be everybody's choice. You know what I'm saying? And I think we can all look back through our presidential history and see that, you know, sometimes mistakes are made or decisions are made that aren't necessarily the best. And I think we can see that with the three strikes rule with Bill Clinton, you know, the crackdown on drug dealers in the early 90s, late 80s, through like the Reagan era, the, um, the first George Bush administration but um i think like now seeing all of the effects of that you know those types of decisions i think policymakers now are trying to they basically trying to like turn those decisions around so that mm -hmm. they're not hurting as many people and so with these people being in office now i think that from our previous president that we had I think a lot of things were not done in the best way. And so I think a lot of people's hopes for this new presidential, you know, cabinet is that they can make better or do better than what our previous administration did. Yeah, that, that's definitely what they're, what they're doing, because I think, you know, you got some people who are, who are looking at it on the, on the short end, right? They're looking at two things. <laughs> they're going to see: Are we going to get some money back? <laughs> and they're looking like: Are they going to reform? Are they going to reform these um th these these jail terms that they've been doing? All these laws that have been getting people locked up for years over stuff that they are now making money off of. <laughs> you know, so I think those are the two main things that I've been hearing people say that say that they want to see um if it's going to change. But of course, on the long on the long term. You want to see that whatever they establish, is it going to benefit us? Okay, you're changing it now, but is it going to benefit us in 2028, in 2024, and, and um, so on and so forth? So I think that's the main thing. Like, you can never get a good feel on, on, on what they're doing within the first one or two years, I don't think. I think it's what, what they do that's going to set everything up for long term. Right. Exactly. So as you mentioned, Joe Biden has got into office and his first day, he pretty much got to work on the first day. So, you know, just kind of want to go over a few things that he had, a few policies that he's put into place within his first couple days of being the president. So first was the COVID-19 response. So I know a lot of people were not happy with the way Trump handled the whole COVID situation. And so for Joe Biden, he had he believes in the concept that, you know, people will follow the example of their leaders. 
And so, of course, we all know Trump was not wearing masks, believed that COVID was not real, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he has implemented a 100-day mask challenge. So, you know, everywhere you go, you should wear a mask. And, of course, he has set guidelines within the White House that, you know, their people should be following in order to you know, follow guidelines for COVID safety. And I think it's important that, you know, people, you lead by example. Like, how do you Mm -hmm. expect the rest of your constituents to believe in the message that you're sending if you're not following it yourself? That is true. So, um, So, yeah, I think that is, one of the good things that he has put into place. So what was your thoughts about the whole wearing mask or, you know, lack of? I was down with it. You know what I'm saying? Cause I wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to catch nothing, but even when, even when it first spiked, the only thing I was doing was if I had to go to the store, I would go. Besides that, my tail was in the house. But even those times when I would go to the store, man, you would see people, in there without mask on or they they wearing it the wrong way or you know just, just different stuff so well to me he had a co-following and that that would be um donald trump he had a co-following so when he said it was a hoax or when he said it was a plan by the democrats to try to sabotage or do whatever his people was like i believe you you know you're not gonna take away my rights you don't have the right to tell me to wear a mask so people just doing just doing illiterate just doing stupid stuff Mm-hmm. When you see these numbers rising, rising and rising. And then another thing that I think that, that kind of was combating that was people saying, oh, um, the people that were dying from COVID, they didn't even have COVID. If you die from lung cancer, they're going to say COVID. So you had um, supposedly nurses and doctors who were saying, yeah, it is the case. Then you had other nurses and doctors saying, no, that's not the case. This is real. Like our ICU is filled with people with COVID. So it was so much back and forth and so much. Um, misinformation um, that was being passed down, that it had to be a you issue, that you had to feel that like, you know what, I'm going to protect myself regardless. So whether they say it's a hoax, whether they say it's real, whatever, I'm going to protect myself at all costs because once you have it, it ain't no, well, I should have did this. It's too late then. You know, either you're going to, you know what I'm saying, either you're going to get better from it or you're going to you know what I'm saying, die from it or have some some long-term effect maybe from it. So I chose that, um, um, straddle on the side of, of caution versus just just blowing it off. Yeah, so for me, like, well, at this current moment, I'm in the UK, and so the UK has been very adamant about the spread of COVID and containing it, so I have literally been in this house for the past year, just going home and going to work. That's it. Like, the most, this, this the most made up my face done probably been in the whole year. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, they, they've taken it really seriously over here. Like we've had to implement a lot of changes within our workplace to make sure people are safe since we're still coming to work every day. You know, hand sanitizing stations, you know, we have times where we have to go through the office and basically wipe everything down and make sure like commonly touched surfaces are being cleaned. Uh, So I think that it is definitely something that the U.S. should take into account. Like not only do you need to wear a mask, but you also need to be cognizant of like making sure things are sanitized. 
Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. So, and I also think like now it's a thing that if you get caught outside, like you could be pulled over or stopped and the police are asking like, why are you out? And you can be fined. You know what I'm saying? Like they not playing that mass gathering shit. If <laughs> you get caught having a party, it's like a ten thousand pound fine for whoever's house it is. And pounds is more than dollars. So you paying mm. about way more than ten thousand dollars for that fine. And if you are mm. a party goer, like you visiting this person's home, you'll be charged five hundred pounds. Now see. They were, they were, at one point, they were talking about doing that because, like, right, I would want to say around, like, April and May, like, right when it was at its height here, like, you still had people doing block parties. You had, you had people still trying to, you know, man, is, is, is this club, is this club still open? I still want to go to the club. And even now, you know, you still got people saying, hey, man, come to this club. And when people be going live in the club, like, the club be packed. And you don't see nobody with a mask on. I'm like, is partying really that important to you to where you will, you will put, you know, seeing your health at risk? Like, I had a, I had a trip plan to go to Vegas. Mm -hmm. And one of my friends, he was like, man, Vegas is like a cesspool for COVID out here. I was like, all right. I can imagine. I'll just put that trip on the back burner. You know what I'm saying? But there's still people who are who are still dying to party, still dying to mingle over something that, that really could, could real deal weight. So I wish they would, like, implement, implement that. Like, they talked about it for a little bit. Like, yeah, I think it was like, $250 for your first offense, $500 for your second, and like 1000 and I think like jail time for your third, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it was talked about and then it just fell by the wayside because people still out here mass gathering and having parties. Yeah, I, I don't. I, and I honestly think it's because nobody was pushing, you know, like enforcing the rules of no parties, no mass gatherings, those type of things. And, you know, the U.S. operates off of a, um, a consumer, you know, like consumer mm -hmm. type stuff. And so, you know, a lot of businesses would definitely go under if they didn't stay, oper stay open for operation throughout this year. So I get it. But in the same token, like implement things. Like, if you want to have people come up in there partying, you know what I'm saying? Like, implement, you know, sectioned off area. Like, the whole club be sectioned off. Not just, oh, everybody pay for a section, but just section a club off. Make pe make sure people have masks on. And if y'all mm. are not going to abide by the rules, get your ass out. Don't come exactly. up if you can't abide by the rules. But as you can see, nobody is putting anything in place that's saying, like, to keep people from spreading it. Nope, not at all, man. Even like, 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 even now, like, I go, I still, um, I go to the, I started going back to the gym, and I went to maybe two sports bars. The first sports bar I went to, um, you couldn't sit at the bar, and it was a table open, table closed, table open, table closed. They had it like that. Even, even in the gym, in which I still watch people. Like, you have to have your mask on all the time, even when you're working out. Like mm -hmm. If you're drinking water, obviously, you're going right. to pull, pull your mask down, but they be on you. It was one time I had pulled my mask down and drunk my water and set my thing down, and the lady, as soon as I set my um, jug down, the lady was like, you need to put your mask on. I was like, dang, Charlie, let me get out. Right, you know like, what I'm saying? Give, give me a chance, but, but I definitely appreciate that. They have, like, 
sanitizers like like everywhere. But yeah. even in that, I still I'm still careful. I'm still like aware because you still got people who get up off the machine and won't spray it down and different things like that. So I st I still am am aware. And even if if I'm if I'm at the gym and it's like and it's it's cool, like there's not that many people there. But then maybe 20, 30 minutes later, start getting paid. I'll leave. When I'm finished with the workout or not, I go ahead and leave, and I'm like, no, nah, it's too, it's too many y'all up in here. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can definitely appreciate him, you know, setting the example, and hopefully the rest of the country will follow. And maybe with the vaccine, we can get numbers down. And you know, it seems like COVID is always going to be a thing, but you know, hopefully, I know a lot of people are against vaccinations, you know, that type of thing. Um, I know I will be getting mine whenever I am given the opportunity to get it. You know what I'm saying? Not only because it's probably going to be mandatory for me, but you know, <laughs> I just want to make sure I stay safe. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I don't have any health issues, but I've heard, I mean, I don't personally, I mean, I know one person that passed away from having COVID, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And didn't. I, I don't know if he had any underlying health issues, but in the same token, like he passed away because he caught COVID and they didn't know how to handle it. You know what yeah. I mean? So I don't want to be in that situation. They still don't know what the hell they're doing. You know? Man, that is true. So I will be, even if it wasn't mandatory for me to get it, I would still get the vaccine. So. Um, but you know, I know that's not every, everybody's prerogative. Yeah. So something else that Biden did as far as like his first day in office, he is doing financial relief. So he is extending eviction and foreclosure. Um, I think it was extended to March 31st and yeah, it's extended until March 31st. And then he is putting a pause on student loan payments until September 30th. And he's still supporting what he did and what he said in his campaign to cancel $10,000 worth of student loans for people. So I, I know everybody is looking forward to, you know, being able to stay in a place, knowing that they probably don't have the money to pay mm -hmm. for you know, their rent or what have you. And he is also still talking about getting us those $2,000 stimulus payments. But who those knows? Stimmies. <laughs> those stimmies. Stimmies. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man, I mean, I've known a couple people who, who I know, like, this pandemic has, like, hit them hard. Like, they, like, their job had, literally had to close because of what's been going on. So obviously they, they fell behind in bills. So I know definitely um, that this will help, but it's still, you know, um, I could imagine that um, that if you're going through eviction, I know from January to March, it's going to fly by just like that. And now you're looking at March 31st and you're still wondering, you know, what, what, what am I, what am I going to, uh, what am I going to do? You know? Um, so, so, that, so that's definitely uh, great that he, that he is extending that. At least it gives somebody a little bit more time to try to figure things out, to try to get it together. And they may pass, they may pass something else. I know um, one thing I was reading that he was trying to pass about uh, giving, giving, um, giving parents to have kids like 
six that are six and under, like two hundred and fifty a month for a year, mm-hmm. and that are six and above that are six and above, giving their parents like three hundred dollars a month for a year. And I think you get like between three thousand and thirty six hundred dollars, you know, what I'm saying for the year. Um, so, so I think that would definitely, um, you know, saying help the help the, help single parents or help parents jointly um, as well. So I see he is trying to do things to actually help, you know, saying people who who are in distress instead of just you know saying talking about it because you have some of these politicians they'll talk about it, you know, saying to get your vote, and then once they get your vote, you never hear about it again. Or well, we'll see what we can do. Or we have to make some modifications to it. Or well, I know I said I would do it for a year, but I'm have to do it for three months, you know. But to see him actually. You know, what I'm saying trying to go at it, man, and, and trying to help these people who who really, really, really need it, man. I gotta definitely um, salute him for that. Yeah, for sure. And so, also, he is defending the Dreamers program, which allows for young people who were brought to the country as children to be shielded from deportation. I know Trump was trying to at one point like get rid of it, but thankfully the Supreme Court upheld um, upheld that law. But in the same token, like a lot of their parents were getting deported and all those types of things. So hopefully, um, you know, he is going to repeal the changes that Trump put in place to, you know, arrest people who are immigrants or whatever. So that is something that he's going to repeal, which I think is great because honestly, and this is no knock to anybody, this is not to offend anybody, but you know, people come to America with the hopes of having a better life. Sometimes everybody is not successful in, gaining the prosperity that they want. But I think what it comes down to is having the freedoms that we are allowed in America opposed to other countries. And I will say personally, I know a lot of people like, oh, it's so ghetto in America. I gotta (laughs) go, I need to move to another country. And being a person who has lived in other countries, I'm like, America me please. Because the the quality of life is just different. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it may be certain things that, you know, it, it's a, I mean, it's a lot of stuff. Now, America is not perfect. I'm not saying that by no means. But in the same token, like, I would take the conveniences of America, the quality of life in America over any other place. Oh man, definitely, man. As a person who is who has lived overseas before, like it's some places. I feel like this. It's some places that's nice to visit. Mm-hmm. You know, take you a week, two weeks, whatever. But like, U.S. is, is, is where it's at. Of course, we got some like like every city. You know, what I'm saying like 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 had had some dummies. You know, so have some ignorant people or whatever like that. But the thing about it is, in in some of those other countries. Those idiots and and people like that, they're the ones who are, who are doing the laws. They're the ones who are, who are running these dictatorships and things of that nature. Versus over here, man, you you do have um um a, um a lot more freedom and being able to to just do things that 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 are important to you. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of times over in those other countries, man, it's like you know, what I'm saying they're, they're living they're living um your life for you and making decisions on things that you should be able to make. You know, saying for you. So why 
You may go down a tour or whatever, and it may seem good. You, you know, in Dubai riding in the desert on the camels, or you in Thailand visiting the, the, the Golden Pyramid and, and things of that nature, you know what I'm saying? Just realize that it's another side to that country that's reality. Mm. You know, the, the things that we see, that's the things that they want the tourists to see. But yeah. the people over there, that's reality. That's what they, the, the gutter stuff, that's what they live. You know, so I definitely, like like you said, um, yeah, you ask me, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, America, me, please. Um, something else that he has changed. Oh, I think that's the main thing. The main things that I want to hit on, but there are definitely a lot of other things that Biden has repealed or is putting in place as of his first day in office. And I can commend him for coming in and like you said, sticking to his word. Like he said in his campaign, he wanted to do X, Y, Z. Like he is in office and he is trying to make those things happen. So I am definitely excited to see what comes of his presidency and then also you know just thinking about um just the maybe peace i guess you could say within the country you know like bringing bringing the country peace and i know that's a lot to anticipate from one person but as i mentioned before lead by example Exactly. And, and um, I think that's what his plan is. It, it definitely is. Um, I just feel like I just feel like the previous president did so much damage and still to this day, like no matter from storm from the Capitol being stormed, from the comments being made, from just the erratic childish behavior, he still had a loyal following. And I don't think they're gonna stop following him anytime soon. So it's kind of like um, when when one of the um, Republicans said when President when Obama was president when he said oh we're gonna block everything we're gonna block him at every turn you know what I'm saying I feel like no matter what President Biden tries to do tries to do positive you know what I'm saying for this country it's gonna be like you know what I'm saying oh we're gonna buck against it because because of, of the of the past president we gonna book against it because we still loyal to to this guy whatever so um, I definitely wish him the best I would never wish failure on any president or anyone who, who is who is leading this country but it just seems like he he, he really has he's really gonna have his hand full with um with, with, with doing I guess you could say um, peace relations um, mm-hmm. in this country especially when you got some people who still feel like he um stole the election no America wanted his ass gone <laughs> I know he was saying um you know, I'm going to run in the next presidential election. No, fool. Go away. We don't want you. We don't want you. Stay. Wherever the hell you going to be. In Florida. <laughs> so, I... Yeah, he, he definitely has a cult following. And... But I hope that they really... Like stick it to these people that's out here acting crazy and, and being racist. Like this ain't the this ain't the day and age where we afraid of y'all no more. You know what I'm saying? Like I will whoop your ass and call the police on you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, it's it's definitely different nowadays. 
and that's not to say that that it wasn't any trailblazers back then who was oh, for who sure. putting them who who was putting them hands on the people. But as you but as you say it, like if you put them hands on the people back then, you know, you was one thousand percent gonna die. In the you know room. You was gonna die or, or or something was gonna happen to you that would be bad. Now, you know what I'm saying, while the scales are not all the way in our favor, like you can you you have somewhat of a of a of a fair chance of you know what I'm saying coming out on top. Even though recently, man, from the Jacob Blake thing, from uh, Trayvon Martin, even from back in the day, from 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 Rodney King, from uh, Breonna Tip, just all these things that have been going on, we see that okay, even when you are doing what's right and not doing anything wrong, you see how it can still go, you know what I'm saying, uh, against you. But I guess out of just looking at it half half full and a half empty. Um, at least you're getting a trial, man. I, I, yeah. I guess that's the best we can say because it's still, you know, what I'm saying bad because these people are not getting convicted. But, um, but definitely, man, some of these people not—they're they, just not gonna roll up on you um, how they used to do because most of the time we see we see it is people in authority. We see, you know, what I'm saying the cops doing, you know, what I'm saying all the crazy thing or people who who are doing or civilians. They are they are um, they have like judges or lawyers or, or cops in the, in their family and know how to go through all the back avenues and things like that. But but for the common person, nah player, you just ain't gonna run up on me talking talking crazy or you gonna you gonna catch two to the two to the chin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna so, knock that ass <laughs> right on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you're not you're not talking to us crazy no more. So right. um so so yeah so yeah definitely man they 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 just need to they just need to the the to be on pause on that for a little bit. Mm-hmm yeah so in lighter news you know i think it has been brought up many and plenty times every time lori harvey is dating someone new everybody <laughs> want to bring up who she been with in the past so i'm gonna just give y'all a quick rundown just in the past two years who all she done been with okay so she was in 2016 i want to say or I think she started dating him in 2016 and they got engaged in 2017, but she was engaged to a Dutch football player named Memphis Depay. And then after that, she dated Trey Songs. And I really thought they was cute. I was like, okay, that's a cute little couple, you know. And then after Trey Songs, I feel like Trey Songs popped up and said he was having a baby and then it wasn't no more deal. So then she dated Diddy, which was a little like, huh? Like, Diddy? What you named his son before? But okay. Um, and it's like a 27-year gap. And nothing wrong with dating older men. Um, but I just, me personally, I don't want to date somebody old enough to be my parent. Gotcha. So that that would be enough. I mean, I would date Diddy because Diddy is wealthy. <laughs> you, know <what> I'm <laughs> you come from a girl, so you don't necessarily need his money. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, whatever floats your boat. And then she dated Future, and everybody was like, I hope she break his heart. You know, please don't be <laughs> mama number 55. And she got out of that situation unscathed, so big up <laughs> And now she is dating Michael B. Jordan. And so I really like them as a couple. They seem cute. But I've I've seen people be like, oh, y'all forcing it. 
this looks staged, like y'all just using this for publicity. And I really hope that's not the case um, because they they do make a really nice couple. Man, I, I like, like, I, I've never heard of her before. And then when people start talking about they were like, um, that's the one who uh, who did his son used to date and then he was dating her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, then it became like, you dating somebody? And and we know this this the day and age of, you know, you know saying sex is going to happen in a relationship. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, so you hitting somebody that your son didn't hit? I mean, I, and you hitting, you you letting somebody else say with you that the in the day. And so I was just like, you know what I'm saying, whatever. But, you know, it's, it's to me it's it's common theme and especially in in um in Hollywood with entertainers, you know, they go from, you know, saying from this person to that person, from that person to this person. You may be in a movie or in a video and next thing you know, they they dating and different things like that. So um as long as it as long as she not around here um tripping, doing anything out of character, and as long as they not on the people who she dating not doing anything and they just said, okay, then it ain't working, we moving on. Then hey, the, the more power to it. She she's a single woman, you know. She 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 oh uh, hey, she's um she can feel free to date whoever she wants, as many people as she wants, you know. So so more more power to her in, in my opinion. I am in agreement. She is a, she is a single woman. She can date whoever she wants, you know. And but like I said, I think her and Michael B. Jordan are cute. So I want to see where this goes. Hopefully, they can last <laughs> a few years before they call it quits you know more than six months more than a year but you know we shall see hollywood couples they they come just as quick as they go oh yeah you know which i think is the case with lori harvey and her dating just as soon as it happened the soon it's it's gone (laughs) you know so um i definitely would like to see where this goes for them i think they're cute um, I read that Steve Harvey approves of him, but he keeping his eye on him. And I'm just like, y'all should have interviewed Steve Harvey when she was dating Future. So I could see what he got to see about <laughs> You know what I'm saying? With his 50 limb baby mamas and 25 children. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 and I'm like, shoot, if I'm, if I'm, uh, <laughs> if I'm, if I'm Michael B. Jordan, I, I, I turn the tables on Steve. I'm like, all right, Steve, I'm like, what can I do? I'm tr- I'm dating your daughter, and let's just say it's serious. Like Steve, well, Mr. Harvey, I'm dating your daughter, and and things are getting serious. I want to know, you know, what I'm saying what what mistakes not to make where I won't be on my, you know, what I'm saying umpteenth marriage like you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I would tell no shade. Like I think that. this was his second marriage. I I have no idea because because the big thing about it was the person that he's married to now was the mistress when he was married. I, th- oh. I think that was it. I, I, I think now, don't don't quote me. I, I think that was it though. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Well, we gonna I'm gonna have to check and see about Miss Marjorie. <laughs> you know, I I think that I think that Lori, I mean, she has the pick of the litter when it comes to dating. She is young. So I de- me, I am definitely an advocate of dating before you settle down just so you get life experience, experience different things. And that way, when you settle down, like, you know, that's what you want. You know, so I'm all for it. Lori, live your best life. Michael, treat her well. You know, he, I, I have nothing against dating outside of the race, but I definitely think it was a shock 
to see him with Lori Harvey because typically I think you only see him with women of other ethnicities. So, um, and I feel like that's why a lot of people are saying like it might just be for publicity, but I'm like, well, shit, he he picked a pretty nice looking girl, black girl (laughs) to choose to be with. If that's how he was going to step out. (laughs) Yeah, man, but I, I, I don't know, man, because to me, man, he, he's already hot in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's, it's not like his career is on the is on the downside. His career is is on, is on the up. So I don't see why he would need to do that for you know, saying for pub. But hey, you you, you never know. Right. I, I hope it's not. I hope it's organic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So that is going wrap it up for the word on the street, and now we're going to get into the hot cup of cocoa. So in this week's Hot Cup of Cocoa, we are going to talk about the friend zone. Maybe everybody cannot relate to being in the friend zone. Maybe some of us can relate to being in the friend zone. I know I have been in the friend zone before and, you know, it was not the best feeling. So do you want to, you raised your hand. So you already saying like, (laughs) yeah, I've been in the friend zone. Oh, yeah. What is what is you what was your experience like being in the friend zone? Man, it was. I, I don't know if everybody friend zone is, is like this, but I was I was in the friend zone category of I'm going to tell you how this guy did me, and oh, I can't find you know say no good men. All men want to do is play games. Nobody don't want to settle down. So I was that guy. You know what I'm saying? Even though I was saying, like, man, I just want to find somebody, you know what I'm saying, that's, that, that want to settle down. It's not about games. And, you know, it was the, well, you're a good guy. I'm pretty sure that you're going to, you know what I'm saying, find it. Then even, man, my, my thing is, is what I've realized over the years, is that you're put in a friend zone by a person. You can have an amazing personality, right? But the thing about it is you, you're, you're just not attractive enough to that person because mm-hmm. – we, we've seen people be in the friend zone and be like, oh, I'm not ready for a relationship and you, you're you a cool guy. And then, like, two weeks later, you know what I'm saying, oh, this is my boo right here, you know what I'm saying? He looks so good, look at my boo. You know, so just like, <clears throat> just like well, dang, just say, just say that, that that you're not attracted to me, <laughs> you're attracted to me in that way instead of just, you know what I'm saying, playing, playing, me, to the, playing me to the side. So so definitely I, I've, been that, I've been that guy that, that's been in the friend zone and had to listen to you know what I'm saying, uh, failed relationships from a person that I thought I wanted to be in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I friend zone somebody before and then they pretty much took themselves out the friend zone and was like, look, you know, just, just put it out all out on the table or whatever. And we ended up being together for a long time. It was a t- tumultuous wow. long time, but alone <laughs> and um I have been in the friend zone myself and it made sense why this person put me in the friend zone because we work together and mm-hmm. from previous experience I always told myself like I would never date anybody else that I work with whatever whatever but this guy had came and he would like this new guy had came and he was attractive and I was like mm. 
okay, let me help you look for a house, you know, whatever. And he never, like, put down what I was putting down. So I wasn't going to be like, yo, what's up? You know, not that I'm afraid to, but, you know, Mm -hmm. I think just knowing, like, I don't necessarily want to date somebody that I work with. I was kind of just like, "Mm, whatever, you know, cool, friend phone, whatever. And then I got married. So then, of course, I was off limits then. And then I got a divorce. And I'm like, yo, I'm in these streets now. What's up? (laughs) You know, he like... No, I don't date people I work with. You know, I'm just like, mm, makes sense. Didn't press it, you know, whatever. And then he decided to take me out the friend zone. And I was just like, well, you know, I'm not looking for a, a cut buddy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For a relationship, someone to be in a relationship with. And if you can't give me that, then we need to just stay friends. And yeah. Like, well, I can't give you a relationship, you know, whatever. I'm like, well, say no more. We just need to be <laughs> friends. Like, now I'm friends only your ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and not because it's just like get back or whatever, but it's just like I know I want something else. You know what I'm saying? So don't come at me now saying like, oh, I want to be in a relationship. No, not I don't want to be in a relationship, but, you know, I want to mess around with you, but I don't want to be in a relationship. And I'm just like, no, we're not doing that, you know? So then after a couple years, he's still in the friend zone. He like, okay, I'm ready to be in a relationship now. And I'm like, pause. Why now? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, no, we don't work together right now, but it's a possibility we gonna work together in the future. You know what I'm saying? If we end up in the same place, we gonna be working together. So I'm like, "Mm, no. I said, and then I asked, I was like, well, why? Why you wanna be in a relationship now? And he's like, well, why not? That's not a good enough reason. (laughs) Need some more information. Should have been like, you know, I'm ready to settle down. You the person I wanna do that with. You know, whatever, whatever, not, why not? So I'm like, no, your reason ain't good enough. <laughs> like, no, you, you can stay your ass in the friend zone. Like, I'm, I'm Yeah, man. Yeah, that, 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 is, that is crazy, man, because, you know, um, sometimes, I mean, if, if you're one of the people who has, who has stayed in the friend zone with hopes of getting out, getting out of the friend zone, you know, sometimes, sometimes you, you're – your your goal is to, is is to still jump right at it. You know you you ask like little, little 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 silly questions like shoot who heart you out here breaking now? Oh, mm-hmm. I ain't breaking nobody heart. And then you be like, okay, then let me you know saying tip a little bit closer out this zone. You know so 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 definitely man. If, if people are trying to look out get out their friend zone, man, they're gonna sometimes they they, be, they so busy trying to get out of the zone they don't think what they don't think for okay. Once I got the zone, then what do I do? You know, do I do I take her out? Do I, you know, what I'm saying, do we put a title on it? Like, 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 like what? Like, what do we? What do we do? Yeah. So, um, so, so definitely, you got to have a plan if you get out of that the, the sunken place. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying if you're able to get up out of there, you know, what I'm saying you definitely need to have a plan for once you get up out of that friend zone, man. Because, because some people, man, that's that's, and, and I think it's more so with women more more than men. You know, what I'm saying when women put you in the friend zone. You know that's it. You know, what I'm saying you're you're probably you're just gonna be like I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think that when you're in a friend zone, women look at you as like a brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like 
you know, he cool. I can talk to him about X, Y, and Z, or we can talk about music, we can talk about hobbies, but that'll be it. Versus mm-hmm. why if a guy has you in a friend if a guy has you in a friend zone, you know, it's a it's a vulnerability thing where he might be like, you know, she do look kinda good. Well, if she ain't gonna come out the friend zone, but maybe we could do something physical. You know what I'm saying? We always looking for something for something else along the line versus when normally when a woman draws that line to the friend zone, that's what your behind sticking to. You're gonna be that friend zone until she decides to take you out. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think that I think that when men put women in the friend zone, it's more so like, and and if this this man has like a conscience or he sees you as a genuine friend, like he's putting you in the friend zone because he know he ain't shit and he don't want to hurt you. You know what I'm saying? So he like, okay, let me just put her in the friend zone. This is where we at right now. And if she's single, when I get my shit together, then I'm going to shoot my shot. You know what I'm saying? And I think for women when they put men in the friend zone it's coming from a place of maybe maybe because they too comfortable being friends Mm -hmm. with this person they just like well i don't want to lose my friend you know what i'm saying (laughs) or maybe you just don't see that person in that way so it's just like okay i'm gonna put you in the friend zone you know what i'm saying like i don't necessarily want to be with you but i want to be your friend yeah Hey, I can I can, I can definitely agree. <laughs> I can definitely um, agree with that, especially what you said about <laughs> about what some men um do because because that's true, man. Because we do like like the thing about it, man, is like it's like some women are cool as a fan, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and they and they like you, but whether whether you don't see them that way or or whether you're just not attracted to them, they're not your type. Whatever the case it is, you still like, man, she ain't my type, but. Man, if I ever want to go out to grab a couple of drinks, you know what I'm saying? I know she down to go. You know what I'm saying? If she ever want to take on the, on the whoever can do that. You know, if, if she want if we, if I want to go on a road trip and I'll be like, hey man, let's go ride to, you know, New Orleans real quick. Let's go ride to she'll be down to go and won't and it won't be no crossing other lines, you know, mm-hmm. versus, you know what I'm saying, with with on um, with some other people, they see you in a friend zone and whenever they get that chance to step out of there, you know what I'm saying, they gonna do it. Like some people you know, say if you if you take a trip, then like, hey, so um, do I need to get one bed or two? No, nah, man, I need to get my own room. <laughs> you know, say no, no, no one bedroom or two. So some people, man, they still gonna gonna jump at the bit. But just like you said, if some people be like, you know what, man, she's a good girl, and I know I'll do her wrong if if we were to date. So I'm just gonna, you know, what I'm saying, keep her over here. You know, if if I do get my stuff together, then she'll be excellent. But normally, when you do that and you get your stuff together. Somebody already seeing her, what you wasn't ready for, and they was ready for it, and she gone. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's my thing. Like you snooze, you lose. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like <laughs> the individual that friends on me, it was like you had ample time to decide you want to be in a relationship with me. You know what I'm saying? Like I get it. A few years back, like it wasn't the right time, but then when you brought it up like dude you had two years to take yourself out the friend zone you know what i'm saying you chose not to and now all of a sudden out the blue when it's the worst time possible for you to be like okay let's see where this goes you wait until we literally about to part ways in like one month's time and it's like yeah i want to be in a relationship no, like we done lived down the street from each other for the past two years. Now you 
you talk about you want to be in a relationship. No, it's it's nobody else in the picture, but no, like I deserve better than this. You know what I'm saying? And I think like for me, this just shows growth for me, like being able to turn that situation down, knowing it was not within my best interest to do so. You know, like, yes, I know I've known this person for years. He's a good person, X, Y, Z, but you basically offering me some shit right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've been in the same place for two years. Now you want to be in a relationship, but we both about to leave and go our separate ways. Like, you about to go wherever the hell you going overseas, and I'm going back to America. Like, no. Yeah, how does it going to work? <laughs> no. Now, I could see you saying two years ago, like, oh, let's be together like it's just prime opportunity but you you was i'm not gonna treat you right cool if you know you're not gonna treat me right let's just stay friends you know what i'm saying but how you gonna treat me right 18 hours ahead of me <laughs> mm, probably be like hey I'm, I'm gonna treat you right verbally and treat this other person i'm talking to physically <laughs> right i'm like nah bruh i'm good on you you know let's just be friends let's let's just keep it at that so so that is the, so we already kind of talked about some of the reasons why people get put in the friend zone and so do you kind of like you you've mentioned like if you can't get out of the friend zone like get out but do you think it's a possibility to get out the friend zone? Man, um, I, 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 I guess it just depends on you, on you and that person's relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, if a, to me, if a, if a woman ever says you're like a brother to me, you're never getting out. Just <laughs> hang it up and just be her brother. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's the only thing you can be a brother. Um, if she, if, if if she tells you, well, um, I just don't know. Um, yo, you you cool, but I seen how you do women or stuff like that. Like your chances aren't good, but you got a chance. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm 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 guessing it's, it's just a label that that on um, that she gives you. Like just same thing. If a guy if a guy said, oh, I see you as a sister, either he's not attracted to you or he real deal sees you as a sister. Normally. From from what I've seen and from my own experience, normally a guy just don't see you, you know what I'm saying, like a sister. It, it's normally like, you cool, but I'm not attracted to you. Mm-hmm. That, that That's the cold word for I see you, you know what I'm saying, like like my sister. Yeah. But um, if we if we say something along the lines like, like man, I don't, I don't know, man, you be tripping sometimes. I don't know if I need to deal with your kind. You know, you, you got that window. To, <laughs> you got that window to, you know what I'm saying, to, to slither on up out of you may y'all may be hanging out one day and, and you come you come out and you know that y'all were just going to going to grab a light, a light lunch or a light dinner, and she come out the house looking spectacular. And you might be like, Man, golly, I'm a man, I might have to take her up out this friend zone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so I think that everybody ha- has a chance to get out of that depending on what your label is. But if you've been labeled a brother to me are you a sister to me just go ahead and just go ahead and wrap it on up because you ain't never getting out at all <laughs> so me personally i do think that it is possible to get out of the friend zone but it literally just comes down to you know like you said y'all's relationship like if you 
if you know both of y'all have feelings for each other, but maybe circumstantially y'all have had to stay in the friend zone, it's definitely a possibility to get out of it. Um, Because as I mentioned before, I do have some, I did have someone that I put in the friend zone and he took himself up out the friend zone, but we was on the road trip and he was like, he he helped me in my time of despair. I was stranded. <laughs> and <laughs> no, but the whole time I was in a car with him, but we were supposed to part ways. You know what I'm saying? Like he was supposed to drop me off where I was gonna go and then he was gonna go his way. And he was from Chicago too, so we were supposed to link back up, you know what I'm saying, and head to Chicago. But the person I was supposed to be staying with was like, yeah, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to stay here. And I'm like, <laughs> Like, I done came all this way, and now you're going to tell me I can't stay there? What the hell? Wow. So, um, he took me to his mama's house, and his mama was like, uh, she called me by, his whole family called me by my last name. So she hit my last name and was like, that ain't your motherfucking friend. She was like, if that was your friend, you wouldn't be in my house. But that's true. You welcome to stay here for as long as you need. And I was just so embarrassed because I'm just like, I'm so I'm I'm just embarrassed. I'm like, this is embarrassing. I don't know these people, and I gotta stay up in their house for a whole week. Like, this is the worst. But his family welcomed me with open arms. You know, it's, it was a holiday. I think it was like Christmas. Mm. So oh, wow. his mama, his auntie, his grandmama, his great-grandmama was there. Like, the whole fam was there. You know, so I done met the whole family. On the way to Chicago, he talking about some, I knew what I was doing when I brought you to my house. I was, uh, he was like, I had you meet my family for a reason. He was like, I'm in love with you. And I'm like, huh? What? But, I mean, it wasn't far-fetched. We spent an astronomical okay. time together, gotcha. amount of time together. Like, I would stay the night at his house. I'd be cooking at his house. Like, all these types of things. We just wasn't that way with each other. And so, when he said it to me, I was just kind of like, I'm not there. I was like, I just want to be friends. And so, after our trip, we made it back to, our, you know, made it back home. Somehow, we was just together, off and on, for three years. (laughs) (laughs) But it was, it was a good, like, that, like, that relationship, even though it had its bad stuff, I will say it was one of my best relationships. He was my best friend, and that's literally how a relationship felt. It felt like I was with my best friend every day. Minus the bad moments. And when it was bad, it was bad. But Man. when it was good, it was great. So, um, yeah. Like, I feel like that is um, uh, friends, like, coming out the friend zone, like, a good story. You know what I'm saying? Like, being in a relationship with your best friend. And you know how a lot of couples be like, I'm marrying my best friend. You know, blah, 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 <laughs> blah. But is it really your best friend? Man, I think I think it I think it can be, but once again, it just it just depends on our relationship. What you guys have built, man. A lot of times, when when some people say best friend, they just think about 
you know what I'm saying, all the good times that they've had together. Mm-hmm. Like, man, she my best friend because, you know, when I need somebody to take a ride, she ready. Or if I need somebody to hang out with, she ready. You know, but your best friend is more than that. Like, like best friends, you know, they go through arguments. Mm-hmm. They go through times where, where, where they don't talk, you know what I'm saying, to one another. They mad with one another. So, to me, man, a best friend is like a, um, an accumulation of everything, like the ups, the downs, the in-betweens, you know. So, mm-hmm. uh, to me, that that's what, you know what I'm saying, a best friend would, would, uh, would represent, man. I don't think I don't think everybody marries their best friend, you know what I'm saying, when they say that. I just think that they they may, they married the per- they may have just married the person that was right for them at that time you know because yes. it's it's definitely i don't i don't think we all make mistakes right mm-hmm. so i think it's some people that you were a better match with that you made a mistake that you made a mistake on that you were more compatible with than the person that you probably married you know mm-hmm. it just you just go so happen to get a chance that you that you ran across somebody else who was nice who who, who, who that loved you and you loved them, but it still doesn't mean that your love is as strong as the love that you had for um for, for someone else in your past. Facts on facts, because my ex-husband was not my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> he was far from my best friend. <laughs> but like you say, I, I think in that moment, like we both loved each other and it was what we wanted to do at that time. But ultimately, no, he was not my best friend. Like, mm-mm. man, people people don't understand that word, man. That's that's a strong word to say that you're marrying your best friend. Like mm-hmm. that's a that's a that's a lot of load on that. Like that best friend word go goes deep. It is because when I think of a best friend, I definitely think of someone I can talk to and I can tell any and everything to and not feel judged for you know, saying what I feel. And like you said, like best friends have arguments or disagreements or whatever, but you can always come back to, you know, Mm -hmm. and in the moments that like, if I had to compare that one relationship I took out of the friend zone in in the times that we had arguments or whatever, like I knew we would come back together. You know what I'm saying? But in times when me and my ex-husband had arguments, it'll just be like, I don't know how long this shit gonna last. Or <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know who gonna call quits first. Like that would that would literally be my thought process every time we would get into an argument. Like, this gonna be the one right here. This gonna be the one right here. <laughs> or, you know, like I said, me just being like, I don't know how long I can take this. <laughs> like, ooh. I can, I can, I can definitely relate to that, especially that. Okay, you know, this, this the one right here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I mean, I mean, when, like, like when you were saying you were, when you were saying previously, when you were like when things were bad, they were bad, but when things were good, they were great. I was in a relationship like that to where when things were good, man, they were like phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But when things were bad, they were like depressingly bad. Like, mm-hmm. like man, what in the heck did I get myself into? And how in the heck am I gonna get myself? You know what I'm saying? Up, up out of it. So yeah. it, 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 <laughs> it definitely is is relatable, man. Because I, I just, you know, say can still can still picture stuff like, like man, like I should have saw that this person was my best friend when this was going on or when that was going on. Hey, you know, it's it's a learning experience. I'm telling you, you, you the, signs the signs be there. <laughs> just be like, 
turn a blind eye to it like <laughs> not, we in love we in love <laughs> <laughs> because they be small right like it's it, it's it's like it's like to me in my case they be small and then you like, oh you know that's something i could deal with but as time progresses you know what i'm saying it, All it them just like, you start adding up yeah it's, it's just like it's just like and um not not the not the I'm trying to think of a better example, but okay, it's just like if you find a knot on your arm, they be like, "Oh, it's a little knot, right?" You be like, "Okay, that ain't nothing," you know. Saying I'm overlooking, and you overlook it, thinking it'll go away, and then a week later you look, and that thing like the size of a golf ball, you know what I'm saying? So the longer that you overlook something that's small, you know, what I'm saying the bigger's the bigger's gonna get. But normally in relationships, it'll be it'll be small in like the first two or three months. Then when that year hit, it's a golf ball. So now you realize that you're not compatible with this person and you've wasted a year, you know, of your life that you could have been doing so much other stuff with. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, ooh, ooh. When I tell you, you, <laughs> you speaking to my soul right now, like, yes. Like, that is legit a thing. Like, you know, it, it start off as something small and then it just grow and grow and grow. And then you looking like, I've been sitting here going along with this BS for all this time. And then you kind of just be feeling like, so, so, and I think one of the things that get people staying in relationships is when you start talking about, well, I don't want to start over, you know, X, Y, Z. And so you start overlooking them little situations you know what i'm saying and to me i'm just like like i was not the person that called it quits on my marriage but at the end of the day i couldn't be more grateful that he had sense enough to be like this ain't it i was mentally there like this ain't it but i wasn't ready to call it quits so for him to pop up and be like this ain't it it was a god sin yeah like i would be devastated (laughs) if I like if we had stayed married any longer had kids or whatever the case may be and and be unhappy or ending divorce and now we got kids you know what I'm saying I I I'm so grateful that God put it on his heart to be like this ain't (laughs) (laughs) because my fool ass was gonna stay I'm like we married we got to work it out you know but it it just really wasn't meant to be you know so and when I think of you know being with your best friend it's kind of just like when we get into an argument if I told you something that don't mean throw it back in my face or use it against me Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and that's that's how our relationship ended up being. It was like, I would tell him things and then we get into an argument. And next thing I know, it's getting thrown back in my face. And I'm just like, yeah, my best friend would never, you know, yeah. what I mean? like you can't be my best friend because my best friend would not take, take my trauma and throw it back up in my face. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true, man. Because some, sometimes we have a, sometimes we have a, you have a best friend and then sometimes you just have a good associate. Yeah. You know, the same thing with, you know, saying like a lot of people say, oh, I want a husband and a, and a wife. No, nah, you need to find yourself a suitable partner for you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because just because you have a husband and a wife, that's just a title. 
mm-hmm. you know, it's a title of what something is supposed to be. But when you have a suitable partner, that's who that that's who that person is to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It ain't it ain't just a title. You call a person a suitable partner because you know what? You suitable to me. I'm suitable to you. Now now we can rock this thing. A husband and a husband and a wife, that's just something okay, a wife is supposed to be this way. A husband is supposed to be this way. It doesn't mean that, okay, your husband is supposed to be supportive of you. It doesn't mean that he's going to be supportive of you. Your wife is supposed to love you through the thick and thin. It doesn't mean that she is going to love you through the, you know saying, through the thick and thin. So people put these titles of, of best friend and this is my best friend. No, nah, that, that's just, that's just, a, that's just a person that you have a good time with. You exactly. know what I'm saying? That's your, that's your party partner. Just call, mm-hmm. just call it what it is. That's your yeah. hangout buddy. You know what I'm saying? Just call it what it is. So people use that use that word to me. Oh, I married my best friend. I think they use it a little bit too loosely. Not saying that people don't marry their best friend. I know a couple of people, they really have married their best friend. But normally when people say it, they use it loosely and like, like, like nah, man, that ain't your, that ain't your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> Not from the stories you tell me. <laughs> Nah, that ain't your best friend, my friend. Like, let that go. <laughs> let that go. Yeah. But I think this was a, a good discussion. I always have good conversation with you. And, you know, I'm really happy that you got a chance to come on the show. So, you know, definitely have to do this again. I definitely have Please. to get back on the Wind Down Wednesdays with you. Oh, it's coming. Just let me know when you need me. <laughs> it's coming. Yes, yeah, so I'm definitely looking forward to it. You wanna? Are there any final words that you have to to say? Man, I would. This was ringing in my head or whatever. But you know, if you ever want to know, if you're in a friend zone and you have a chance of coming out, listen to Usher's "You Make Me Wanna." That man had a whole friend zone song. You make me wanna lead a one away. Hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but <laughs> I guess my thing would be. Um, if, if, if you're in a friend zone and you get a chance to be taken out of the friend zone, just make sure that you got your ish together. If you've been in the friend zone for a year and this woman or this man give you a chance to get up out of there, don't don't come out the friend zone on the foolishness. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm ready to come to this friend zone. I'm ready to beat your back in. No, man, take it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Take it, take it, take it slow. You know what I'm saying? Ask her still. Um, pursue her. Um, um, same thing with the ladies, man. Actually show mutual interest, you know what I'm saying? Just like how you were when you was in the friend zone and you wanted to get out. You know what I'm saying? Just make sure that, that you show that mutual interest and make sure that you're ready when you come out that friend zone because you get put in there again. Um, I don't know if you're going to get back. You ain't never going to get the, the opportunity to get back out. <laughs> yeah, so I, I agree with him for sure. Like, if you do have an opportunity to get out of the friend zone, like, definitely act like this is someone new that you're dating, not someone that you've known for forever because the person you know as a friend is different from the person you're going to be in a relationship with. Like the core of that person is who you are friends with, but there are going to be other things about this person that you're going to discover. And so treat it like it's a brand new relationship. You know, like everything you was doing when you was in the friend zone, like continue doing that stuff when y'all start dating, because even even with married couples or long term couples, you know, the they say, like, continue to date that person just like you (laughs) met them, like continue to pursue like people change every day. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just like, you're going to always be learning this person and growing with this person, you know, especially if y'all last for a long time. So I would just say, you know, just treat this person like you would when you first start dating them. 
That is true. I totally agree. Totally agree. Mm -hmm. And if you are in the friend zone and you know you're <laughs> not getting out the friend zone, just just be a good friend. And I and I think that's just standard across the board. Like anybody that's in the friend zone with somebody, like and you know you're not getting out, like, just be a good friend. You know, continue to be that person that is going to listen and so forth and so on. And if you know you can't continue to be in that friend zone, then maybe you're not genuinely that friend's per that person's friend anyway. So maybe you might have to cut your ties. Yeah, and, 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 and quit throwing shade. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if you're in a friend zone, quit. You know what I'm saying? If they come up to you be like, oh, I was in this relationship. Well, if you was with me, you know what I'm saying? I would have did you like that. Just just leave it. <laughs> leave it where it is because that's not going to help you hop out that friend zone any quicker, any faster. Facts. Facts <laughs> So you want to go ahead and let people know where they can uh, follow you at on social media? Oh, man. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody, man? Uh, this is boy Casey, a.k.a. Mr. Windout Wednesday. You can uh, follow me on Facebook. Um, that's Casey Jordan. You can spell it with a K K A S E Y. Um, on Wednesdays, I do Wind Out Wednesdays where we talk about um, a bevy of topics. I had your girl Coco on now a couple of times. We were discussing some relationship stuff, so it's real good. So make sure that you uh, hit me up on there. You can also follow me on IG at Faith Without Fear um, 2014 on Instagram. Um, I forgot my Twitter because I have like this generic Twitter name. So uh, I don't know how to tell you to follow me on Twitter. Uh, oh, well, if you're on Clubhouse, if you're on Clubhouse, you can follow me um, at at K Roddick. And my Twitter information is on that because it automatically leaked on that. You can find me um, on Clubhouse, man. I'm a part of a bunch of um, poetry groups on that, man. We definitely be talking about some deep stuff. And um, I'm here courtesy of the 2020 Podcast LLC and our wonderful sponsor, Shop Black Renaissance. As I got on the Do It For The Culture shirt right now. If you go to the website right now, www.shopblackrenaissance.com, type in the code LLC20 and you will get 20% off of your purchase. That is the um, um, 2020 Podcast LLC sponsor, um, Black Renaissance Clothing Brand. You go to www.shopblackrenaissance.com, type in LLC20, and you will get 20% off. And last but not least, my other sponsor for Wind Down Wednesday, <laughs> Black Box Grooming with the beard all. You see my beard looking all velvety, you know, all velvetized. Got the beard butter. And you know what? Even got the, you know what I'm saying? Even got the beard comb, so you go to blackboxgrooming.com um, if you want to get something for your husband, fiance, work husband, entanglement. Uh, you, if you want to get somebody for somebody in the friend zone, like, man, he my friend, but he be looking raggedy. Let me give him something. Nah, don't, 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 buy, don't buy your friend nothing in the friend zone because they're going to thank you trying to take him out. So I take that back. Don't get nothing for your friend in the friend zone. <laughs> oh, that's a bad but. Coco, thank you so much for having me. That's my piece. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. And I will say, Black Shop Black Renaissance has some dope stuff. I ordered a, a sweatshirt from there. So I will post it this week so y'all can see some of the merch. And I definitely say go check them out. Um, you know, I ain't got no beard, so I can't. And I don't got nobody to be buying that type of stuff for. But <laughs> I definitely know it's a lot of men out here with beards. And, you know, they be wanting their beards to look nice. And I know I like looking at a nice beard. You know what I'm saying? So maybe you need to get them some of that black beard box. So, yes, do that, guys. I will definitely annotate all of this in the show notes or make a post about it. 
So as always, you guys can follow me on IG and Facebook and Twitter at Keeking with Coco. And that's W-I-T-H, not W-I-T, W-I-T-H. So follow me on all social media platforms. You can also find more out about me on my website at kikianwithcocopodcast.com. I am also selling my I'm Black 25-8 t-shirts and my Drink With Coco shot glasses. So go ahead, copy y'all some of those. If y'all have any questions that you would like some advice to, you know, email me at kikianwithcocopie at gmail.com. Or you can go to my website, or you can go to my IG. You can DM me or hit the email button on my IG, and the message will come directly to me. However, you want to message me, and I will, you know, read your letter anonymously and give you some advice. So whoever's on the show, they can put their two cents in as well. So you're not just getting advice from me, but you're getting advice from the guest as well. So as always, I appreciate you guys for tuning in, and until next time. Bye.